Welcome to the Listings Lab podcast with Jess LaNouvelle, founder of the Listings Lab and best-selling author of More Money, Less Hustle, becoming the seven-figure real estate agent. Are you ready to learn how to scale your real estate business from six to seven figures and create unlimited scalability and financial freedom in the process? It's time to take back your life and avoid the oh-so-common realtor burnout. Learn techniques and strategies to help you build relationships at scale and create a business full of clients you love with systems that give you the freedom to live your life. It's time to put aside the old school tactics and embrace a new way of business where you can have predictability in everything that you do. Let's get into it. I'm expecting this one to ruffle some feathers. So we are going to see how we do. I want to start this one with a little bit of a trigger warning because I think that there's going to be a lot of people who don't like what I have to say today, but I'm saying it actually out of love. Um, I know that this is a little bit of a <laughs> controversial topic, but we're going about things like this. And I'm I'm choosing to talk about this today because I think it's really, really important. And if you see yourself in anything that I talk about today, it's an opportunity to really reflect and to see if you can do better and you can change. And I've been planning on talking about this for a while and I brought it up really ever so briefly on a podcast that I recorded yesterday um, on the iBuyer podcast. And I really think that it's, it's really important to look at yourself and be able to self-reflect and take radical responsibility for who you are, what you're doing to this industry and, um, and, and how you show up including how you show up on social media and how you portray the industry as a whole, because every single one of us is a representative of this industry as a whole. So I actually took notes, if you can believe it, which I never do. I always just kind of like riff on whatever comes. But before we really kind of dig in here, I do want to have a little bit of a trigger warning. There are going to be people who don't like what I have to say today. Um, I'm going to ask that if you're one of those people that you don't spray negativity in this group. Obviously, I've taken a lot of care and I've taken a lot of um, time and energy and, and care to make sure that this is one of those safe places um, for realtors on the internet. I go into a million other Facebook groups and they tend to be really negative and just full of people complaining. That's not what this group's all about. This group's all about us getting better and getting better kind of collectively. collectively. So... Let's talk about why I think 50% of agents should quit. And this, I am not alone here. I have talked to tons, sorry guys, I have a cat hair on my nose. Um, I have tons and tons of friends in the industry, members of our programs, and other people who actually work with realtors. And we are honestly in this industry, our own worst enemy. So, um, I talk to agents pretty much every single day, all day, every day, right? And uh, and I think that it's really important to know that this is not just my opinion that I've just like come up with out of nowhere. This is really after speaking to thousands of agents in almost every market in North America that you can think of, including Australia, including agents in Europe. There is this underlying thing that agents think that this industry is against them 
or they think that this should be easier than it is. Real estate is actually probably one of the easiest businesses out there to be successful. There's a lot of really difficult industries out there. Real estate is not one of those, okay? Uh, real estate's not rocket science. And we all know that, and, and that's okay, right? None of us are, are out here trying to prove that like we have like come up against the odds. But there's a lot of agents that truly believe that someone else should be making them successful. And I come across this all the time. They're blaming the market. They're blaming the, their broker, right? My broker's not helping me. Your, your broker doesn't own your business. You own your business, right? And, and so I think that there's a, there's a culmination of certain agents that really just should not be in this industry. And I'm going to go through them. So number one, this may trigger you. Agents who are doing, you know, five to 10 deals a year. If this isn't your business, if this isn't something that you are genuinely in love with and that you are making your passion, and I'm not saying you have to be, you know, you have to live and breathe real estate. I don't even live and breathe real estate. I actually think that real estate should be a tool that you use to make your life the best that it can be, right? But if you think about it, you know, and we hear the 80-20 rule all the time, I think it's more like the 90-10 rule, where, you know, 10% of the agents in every market are doing 90% of the deals. And they're servicing 90% of the clientele. And all of those people who are in the industry who are trying to part-time it, or who are trying to just do a couple of deals here and there just to survive, those people, what they're doing is they're they're actually, they're they're diluting the market from the people who genuinely take this business really seriously and who have made it their their mission to create the highest level of service and be the best version of themselves and uh, the create the best business that they can. Those people who are doing five to 10 deals a year, you may think that you genuinely love and care about your clients, which you do. But a lot of the time, those people don't have the, the resources, nor the, the ability to provide the level of service that really should be the standard in this industry now. So what you're doing is you're taking those, those five to 10 deals a year spread out over, let's say, uh, several hundred or several thousand agents in every market, and you're diluting the ability for the people who are genuinely in it to win it. You're diluting the pool and taking a couple of deals here and there away from the people who are genuinely serious about excellence. And when I talk excellence, I'm not saying that every single person has to want to make seven figures. But really, at the end of the day, the agents who grow and whose genuine passion it is to grow and to provide the highest level of service to the most or the highest number of people those people are going to have the systems in place. They're going to have the team in place. They're going to have the marketing in place. And they're going to take better care of those clients than the people who are doing fewer deals. And I know that that may, that may be a little controversial, but without proper systems and a one-man show, a lot of the time cannot provide the level of service that some people can with really good systems, really good operations, and a, and an actual signature process to get people the results that they're looking for. So that's the first type of person that I honestly think if you're not going to elevate your business, I just wish that, you know, I wish that it was harder to get a real estate license. And I mean, I get it. I went through, when I took my real estate license, it was open book. 
Okay, like that's how easy it was. I literally got to bring my textbook into the room and look through it while I took my test. In my opinion, like that's not good, right? <laughs> this, this is people's biggest investments of their lives. So I wanna talk a little bit more about how no one is responsible for your business but you. When you start looking at other people or blaming other people for the reason why you don't have the business that you have, you immediately give away your power and you immediately are a victim of what you think that someone else should be doing for you. In real estate, there is this misconception that you are not necessarily running your own business. You're just providing a service, but you actually are running a business. And if you treat it like a business and you set it up like a business, you will excel, okay? So no one is responsible for your business but you. 100% radical responsibility for what's happening in your business. It's not You can't blame the market because there are people who are excelling in whatever market you're talking about. Okay, there are people who are doing it. There are people who are excelling. And just because you're not one of those people, a lot of the time what happens is agents don't take responsibility for where they are, which basically what you're doing is you're giving away your power and you will never be successful with that mindset. Okay, so brokers, your broker is not responsible for your business. And I know I mentioned that before, but the number of people that I talk to who will say things like, well, I joined this brokerage because my broker said that they that he was going to help me. Your broker is not responsible for your business. Your broker is responsible for processing your transactions and getting you paid. That's it. Okay. Yes, there are brokerages out there who have great training programs. Yes, there are brokerages out there who do a little more. But at the end of the day, that's not the business that they're in. That is up to you to go out and source and find the information that you need in order to transform your business. Now, the other thing that I think a lot of agents do is they do the bare minimum and then they expect growth. They lack consistency and they're not really treating this like a business. Real estate cannot be a hobby. You can't excel at anything if you're if you're treating it like a hobby. We've all heard about like the 10,000 hours, right? And my coach actually did a training um, with our Listings Lab members the other day. And he said something that I think really struck a chord with people. You know, there are agents out there who will say, I have 30 years of experience or I have 10 years of experience. But the question really is, do you have 10 years of experience or do you have one year of experience repeated 10 times? Because most agents are doing the same old stuff over and over again. They're not challenging, challenging themselves. They're not growing. And they just have actually one year of experience that they keep recycling. So again, doing the bare minimum and expecting something to change. That's literally the definition of, in of insanity, okay? This one's gonna hurt some people and I know that there are gonna be people who really disagree with this, but this is my opinion and this is the opinion of, I would say 90% of people who are actually training in real estate today. Relying on repeats and referrals alone is lazy. And I'm gonna say that again. Relying on repeats and referrals and your sphere of influence to provide you with business is lazy. You have zero control over whether or not those people have the conversation, whether they are marketing you or not, because you are not marketing yourself. You are not in control of the lifeblood of your business. And that is not what real businesses do. Could you imagine if Amazon didn't advertise or if Nike didn't advertise or anything, any of the big companies that you can think of, if they relied on repeats and referrals, that's not running a real business. A real business can make decisions consistently, predictably, and can actually 
predict growth. You can't do that if you are fully relying on repeats and referrals. Okay, so marketing is a key part of every single business. Okay, doing the bare minimum, expecting growth, relying on repeats and referrals is lazy. This is a business. The people who don't treat it like a business and expect it to be easy, it does get to be easy down the road, 100%. But it doesn't get to be easy in the beginning without building the foundations and treating it like a real business. Your commissions are not your income. Your commissions are the business's income. And you pay yourself out of the proceeds or the proceeds of that business. If you look and you see all of your commissions as your personal income, you will be emotionally attached to money that should be being used to grow your business. Real businesses do not consider all revenue to be personal income of the CEO. That's just not how businesses are run. So if your money, your income, your commissions are going into your personal account, and you're not paying yourself a, a salary or paying yourself dividends or profit or bonus from that account, something's got to shift. Something's got to change because that money is actually not your money. That money is your business's money and you are not your business. Okay. So this is really, really important. Okay. Agents who won't face their fears. This is also something that drives me mental. And I know it's not easy, guys. Trust me, I came out of an absolutely horribly abusive physically and emotionally and mentally abusive relationship, and I had to start from nothing, okay? And again, there are things that are going to happen in your life that are going to feel like they're insurmountable. Your business and you are separate. You are in relationship to your business, okay? So agents who won't face their fears head on and prefer to stay in comfort. When I hear something along the lines of, I'm not the type of person, that's a limiting belief. Or I don't like social media. Or I don't like being on camera. Or whatever, whatever, the, whatever the story is that you're telling yourself, all you're doing is you're keeping yourself small. Guys, I don't like being on video. You, you would never know that. I don't like being on video. I'm physically self-conscious. <laughs> Right. We all are to a certain extent, but we do what it takes and we show up and we face the fears to be able to build the type of business and have the impact that we're actually here to have. A year and a half ago, I got on stage having gained 40 pounds in front of 100 people and I let the message come through. That wasn't easy. I didn't feel super comfortable doing that. But imagine if I hadn't done that. Imagine how many people would still be in the same place in their business, right? It's not about you, it's about the message. You get to just be the vessel. If that person doesn't work with you and you're gonna take really good care of them, imagine if they go and they work with someone who's not, okay? So being able to face your fears, show up anyway, right? The only thing that is certain in life is change. Things will always change. Okay, people get so caught up in the I'm a cold caller. Okay, great. How's that working for you right now? Is it unlimitedly scalable? Are you building the business that you want to build? Because that in and of itself is not enough. Could you imagine if Nike went out and started cold calling everybody to buy their running shoes? No. There's a limit to what you can do in certain situations. And when you look at your business like a business and you try to create something that is unlimitedly scalable, everything shifts and everything changes and your decisions change. Okay. So 
The only thing that is going to make you really successful over time is being adaptable. And you guys have heard me talk about this a million times, but this is just science, right? Theory of evolution. Those that survive and thrive, whether it be a species, whether it be a business, it doesn't matter, are those that are the most adaptable. Okay, you look at the kinds of companies that have failed over the last 10 years. You see places like Blockbuster, right? Why did they fail? Because they did not adapt fast enough and they didn't go online. They were put out of business by someone who was more technologically advanced than them. Okay, so this is so, so important to remember. You don't get to do your business the same way that you did it 10 years ago and expect things to continue on. Your you your business will actually start to drop eventually. Okay, now the other thing that I wanted to talk about, and this is a story that I wanted to kind of bring up that was my own personal experience. And I think there's a couple agents here who've heard this story, but there are there are agents out there who make this industry look so bad. So when I put my house on the market, this was a couple months ago, right? I was selling my house. I actually had my mom do it. As most of you know, my mom's been in real estate for about 35 years. So my mom listed my house and we had many offers come in. We had like an obscene number of people, obviously low inventory market. It's just what was happening at the time. So we had a whole bunch of offers come in and my mom was doing a really good job for me as she does because she loves me, right? And so, you know, she was making sure that I was going to get not only the most amount of money, but that I was also going to be really happy with the kind of people that I was selling to because the people who lived across the street from us are essentially our best friends. And so there was an agent who called my mom and swore at her. and, And agents treat each other like crap all the time. But what a stupid thing to do. And so I grabbed the phone from that agent and I said, you're not very smart, are you? And this is an agent who does a ton of business, right? Every single place that you look, he's got billboards, he's got stuff going on. He's he's a top agent in this marketplace. And he and and all I heard from my mom was, please don't swear at me. I took the phone and I told him, I don't think your client's going to get this house. This That wasn't very smart. Not only did you just swear at my mom, but you also, you know, at the end of the day, I get to choose. It's my decision who gets that commission. It's not only about the bottom line. I didn't, I didn't, I no longer wanted that $30,000 for, I don't even know how much it was. It was a lot of money. That much, that commission to go into his pocket. For the three weeks following the offer that I expe- I accepted, his clients called and called and called crying, asking what happened, telling me that they would have paid more. They didn't get it because of their agent. It had nothing to do with the offer. It had nothing to do with what was on paper. So again, there are tons of agents out there who make this industry look bad. And in my opinion, the agents who really aren't taking this business seriously who aren't trying to grow, systematize, get support, leverage their time, those people are actually doing the industry a disservice because they're doing the bare minimum. And when you do the bare minimum, what happens is you make the entire industry look bad, okay? The entire industry, and you're dragging all of us down. Same same thing with agents who discount. If you truly provide a high level of service, 
the way that the standard commissions are in markets are there for a reason. And if you can't charge that amount or you don't deserve or you don't feel like you deserve that amount of commission, then something needs to change. And in my opinion, you should get out. So I know that this this a lot of the people are going to feel really triggered by some of the stuff that I've said, and I could go on and on about this. And this is not meant for me to complain. I am not complaining. I love this industry and I want us to do better. So often agents will say, I want to be treated like my accountant or like my lawyer or like my doctor, then act like it. Act like the kinds of people who deserve the amount of money that you get paid. Take your marketing seriously, take your business seriously, be as consistent as you possibly can. Your spray and pray random acts of marketing, they not only aren't good for you and your business, they're not good for any of us. Because all it looks like is that every single agent is just kind of flying by the seat of their pants. And the more you're flying by the seat of your pants, the more you make us all look bad. Okay, so I think that this is super, super important. If you saw yourself, and this is again, radical responsibility. It's okay if I said something today or you know, you heard something today that makes you feel uncomfortable. That's okay, but change it. Do something about it. And if you're not prepared to invest in your business, whether it's with us or it's with someone else, You don't get to just start, nobody gets to start a business and spend no money, okay? Part of having a business is reinvesting back into your business. Every single business that I've worked with that has seen exponential growth, like I'm talking going from 200,000 to $2 million in two years, that kind of growth happens from reinvestment. It happens from people dedicating themselves putting in the work, not making excuses, and then guess what you get You get to do? You get to money, make money while you sit on the beach, which is something that I think a lot of agents don't think is possible. You get to go on vacation while your team, even if it's a small, lean team, I don't think that everybody needs a massive team. You get to have a small, lean team that actually gets to do the work and you get to enjoy the fruits of the work that you've put in already. The number of people who are distilling or who are distributing out the market share in most markets are actually doing us a disservice. Okay, so, you know, I'll use Toronto as an example. I think there's like 60,000 people with a real estate license in Toronto. I truly believe that there should probably only be about 10,000. There's only about 10,000 agents who are doing a half decent job. And if people aren't taking their businesses seriously and being, and it's not even just about professionalism. Yes, there's an element of professionalism, but there's also an element of just humanism. Be a human being, okay? Don't be salesy, don't be sneaky, don't don't use scarcity-driven marketing, you know? I don't care how much money you make, it's how you make that money that matters. There are agents doing millions of dollars who are horrible people. We get to decide what kind of industry we want to be. And if we want to be the industry that everybody wants, like everyone pretends that we want to be, then elevate it. And it starts with every single one of you. I can teach as much as I can teach, but I'm not on the ground anymore. 
it, it, it really comes down to, are you running a real business? Are you taking this seriously? Are you really truly taking the best care of your clients? And do you have enough clients to create a real business? That's it. So I know that there's gonna be people who didn't like this, fine, <laughs> right? But if you didn't like it or if it felt uncomfortable, I want you to take a look at yourself with all the love in the world. Take a look at yourself and figure out what was it that triggered you? What felt uncomfortable to you? And is it because I put a mirror somewhere? Did I put a mirror up in front of you somewhere that shone a light or showed you a reflection that you didn't wanna see? I really, really think that this industry has a future if we change. If we keep going the way that we're going, we don't. And I mean that with all the fear in the world, okay? Like we don't. There's a reason why there's so many tech companies coming in and replacing agents. And it's because the, the, pub, the public doesn't see the value that we provide because 90% of agents out there actually aren't providing a lot of value. And providing value is not doing more and more and more and spending more and more money. Providing value is actually having a niche, creating a process, building a team, making sure that there are no human errors in the things that you do. All of it comes down to how seriously do you take this? And are you committed to being one of the best? And if you're not committed to being one of the best, this isn't for you and that's okay, okay? Radical responsibility. Okay, guys, if you guys have questions about any of this or you want resources on any of this or yeah, just figure it out. <laughs> if we don't figure it out, we're, we're not going to have, an, we're, this industry is not going to exist in 10 years. So I'm going to be out of a job. You guys are going to be out of a job, right? It's just, if we don't really figure this out and we stop looking at things from a place of scarcity and you stop only, you need to stop focusing on where's the next deal going to come from. Create a real business and it, and it doesn't matter. You'll have 10 streams of where that next deal can come from. Okay. All right. Cool bananas, guys. Good chat. Good chat. If you guys have questions, let me know. Thanks for listening. To talk to our team about how the Listings Lab can help you grow your business, visit thelistingslab.com forward slash apply. If you enjoyed this episode, please give the podcast five stars on iTunes and help us to reach other agents who want to massively scale their business the modern way. And if you want more marketing and scalability strategies for your real estate business in between episodes, then join the Listings Lab Facebook group or follow Jess on Instagram at Jess Lanouvelle. Thanks again for tuning in and we hope you'll join us next week.